good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. I hope you're having a good Monday so far. Last week, we've been talking about things that we know for sure. And this was Mary Alice's idea. And I shared with you on Friday that she kind of had a bend in the road last week and was unable to do some of the ones that she wanted to do. But she gave them to me. And uh, I've had the privilege of sharing with you some of Mary Alice's ideas about things that we know for sure. And last Friday, I started one that was so big that we really needed two days at a minimum to talk about. And that is, we know for sure that once we come to Jesus Christ, we will never lose our salvation. Last week on Friday, I shared with you uh, John 5, 24. And I, I don't want to, <laughs> you can check out the episode if you want to get the fuller version, but just uh, retract a little bit. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, who, he who hears my word or she who hears my word and believes on him who sent me has everlasting life and will not come into condemnation, but is already passed from death to life. Well, those are three elements of proof that Jesus gives us that we can never lose our salvation. First of all, we have eternal life right now. Like I've said, if you can lose your salvation, it's not eternal life, it's term life, but it is eternal life and we own it now. And then Jesus said that person won't come into condemnation, but number three is already passed from death to life. So in other words, they don't have to wait till they die to find out if they're okay. We've already passed into God's family. Now, today, I want to give you three other scriptures that show us that we are held eternally when we come to Jesus Christ. Let me give you John chapter 10, verse 28. Jesus said, I give to them, he's talking about his sheep, who are, that's you and me, I give them eternal life so that they will never be lost. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them to me, he is greater than all others, and no one can snatch them from his hands. Now, what I really love about this scripture is it tells us, I'm not sure exactly what Jesus meant, whether he meant this literally or if he meant this to help us understand just how secure we were, but Jesus gives us a picture of our situation with him. I mean, first of all, we are under the blood that has paid for our sins. We're under the blood of Christ, and then the Bible says we are held in the hand of Christ. And it appears from the language here that Christ is held in the hand of the Father. And then we are sealed, as we're going to see a little bit later, we're sealed by the Holy Spirit. Now, this is a little bit on the corny side, but when I was a little kid, I heard a preacher talk about this eternal security. And I don't know, maybe he went a little too far with the text, but gosh, this has been like 55 years ago, and I still remember what he said. He said, the devil can't get to you. He said, if the devil were to try to get to you, first of all, he would have to break the seal of the Holy Spirit. He would have to pry loose the hands of the Father from the Son. And then he said he would have to pry loose Jesus' hands from you and get under the blood. And he said, <laughs> this may be a little facetious, but he said, if he could ever get under the blood, he wouldn't want you anyway. Well, as I said, maybe that's going a little too far, but just to go to Jesus' point, he said, we are securely held in his hand and the Father holds him, and then we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. That's security. No wonder the writer of Hebrews in the last part of Romans, excuse me, the writer of Romans in the last part of Romans chapter 8 said, what can separate us from the love of God? And then he has that long list of things, and he said, I'm persuaded that, that another long list, nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So we are held in the hand of Christ, the hand of the Father, and sealed by the Holy Spirit. Well, there's so many verses on you know, what we call eternal security, and I would love to teach on these for hours, but I will give you my personal favorite now. 
It may not be as defined as some of the other verses, but it's just so intensely um, personal. This is John 6, verse 37. Jesus said, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. Uh, the, never there is kind of in the emphatic. So if you were to bring that fully over into English, Jesus was saying, I will never, no, never under any circumstances ever push them away. Like I say, it's really personal. Uh, and I love that verse because see, here's the thing. I, I can't be, as I've shared with you so many times, I can't be perfect for 30 minutes. And even though I love the Lord and I know he loves me very much, there's still areas where I get tripped up in my life. And I'm embarrassed that I haven't made more progress than I have made, the progress I would have loved to have made. And so from time to time, you know, you think, well, if Jesus is God and all perfect, how will he feel about me continuing to struggle in these areas? But isn't it beautiful to know that Jesus said that the ones the Father has given him will come to him. Hey, that's you and me. We came to Jesus. And then he goes on to say, and those who came to me, I will never, under any circumstances, ever reject them. It's wonderful to know that no matter how disappointed the Lord is with us, how disappointed we are with ourselves, we can always come back to Jesus and he will never push us away. Well, I hinted at this one a few moments ago. This is in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, where the Bible says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. In other words, don't make the Holy Spirit of God sad. But it's this next part that really does speak to our question. With whom you were sealed for or until the day of redemption. At the moment you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. And nothing will break that seal. Nothing can break that seal. In fact, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit living within us is the down payment of our salvation so that if you could ever be lost, God would have to concede one-third of the Trinity, which he's not about to do. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise. Well, I love this idea of, of being sealed, and I think I may have shared it on previous Noah's Window. I can't remember if I have or haven't, but even if I had, did, it would, it, would be, it would be great to do this again today. But um, sealing in the Roman world was an interesting concept. I mean, first of all, it really had three meanings. First of all, it meant that if Rome sealed something, that Rome owned it. So certainly that's true in our case. We're sealed by the Holy Spirit, which means we belong to God. Uh, the second meaning of this, oh, I wish I could teach on this because this is beautiful. The second meaning of sealing is if, if the Roman government sealed something um, and said that so many pounds or so many ounces or, or uh, you know, a certain amount, if, if Rome sealed something and said that there was so much in that container that there was, you know, if Rome said there's 10 pounds in here, there's 10 pounds in here. So consequently, the seal meant whatever Rome said was in there was in there. And I love that because so many times when I look at how I fail and then I look over at the word of God that tells me who I am in Christ, forgiven, free, innocent, God's child, power of the Holy Spirit living within. You know, when I, when I look at what the Bible says about me and I look at what I think about me, sometimes that's a challenge. But you know, if we're sealed by the Holy Spirit, which means we have inside of us what God says is in us, 
Um, the third meaning of the seal is was oftentimes when uh, a buyer would buy timber. <clears throat> a buyer would uh, go to the place where timbers were, were lying out, and, and he would pick out which timbers that uh, he wanted, then he would put his seal on it. Well, the buyer, of course, not going to take home a bunch of timbers in his pocket. So consequently, there would be a day when those timbers would come and be claimed. And whoever was claiming those timbers would uh, look for the seal of the owner. And at that point, they would be collected and taken uh, to where the owner wanted them. And um, again, I, I wish I could teach on this because it's really beautiful. It kind of is a picture of who we are in this world. You know, when we accepted Jesus Christ, we were sealed by the Holy Spirit. From that moment on, we belong to God, but we still haven't been taken home yet. But the day is coming when the Lord will come uh, and collect us and take us home with him. So one more time, what a great verse that shows us that we can never lose our salvation. The Bible says we were sealed by the Holy Spirit for and until the day of redemption. So today... For these verses that I've shared with you today and then last Friday as well, and for so, so many others, we can know for sure that once we've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we can never lose that relationship. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the wonderful truths from your word. Oh, how you must love us, that no matter how we fail, you still hold us in your hand, and you will never push us away and we are sealed and confident until the day of Jesus' return. Now, Lord, please help us. Help us to live with courage and help us to live with this sense of your love in our lives because, Lord, that's what cleans us up. Your word tells us that it's your grace that causes us to live clean lives. And, Lord, we want to do that. Help us to remember who we are in Jesus, and we'll give you the praise and glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us for the last five or six days on Noah's window for things that we know for sure. And we'll be back, God willing, tomorrow.